0: Welcome to Stay Humble with Bando Kev. I am your host, Rochelle. And I am with the best music artist in the world, Bando Kev.
1: Bando Kev, with the maca left, pointed at your rev. Stay humble. What's well, good?
0: Hey, how was your weekend?
1: Amazing. I tell you, I was chilling like a villain. You know, posted up like a lantern. Smoked me some good trees. Got me some (laughs) good eats. You know, life is amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like every day. Well, how about you?
0: Hmm, Well, I did grab, like, I did went out with some friends. So, that was the highlight of my weekend, for sure. So, um, yeah, pretty much that's it. But everything, it's been pretty chill for me. So, yeah, that's my weekend. (laughs) Coffee and a good set of movies.
1: I'm glad that you had some fun. So, you know, first off, I actually kind of want to ask you a quick question because I know something. You know, I just seen something uh, that I wanted to ask you about um, recently on Reddit. There's there's a viral clip about protests that's going on in the Philippines right now. So I was just wondering, are you anywhere close to that?
0: No, not really. Actually, most of them are happening in the um like the in the capital, capital of the Philippines, which is in Manila and um where i'm at it's more uh, we're in a province so no it's not really like uh, we don't really have like big um protests and stuff like that so
1: okay i just wanted to make sure check on your safety for sure
0: oh that's so sweet thank you it's been crazy though i mean
1: no i really just uh, saw that i was like oh wow that was it's viral right now like keep it real i was like dang i just seen it (laughs) on got like sixty thousand hits on reddit like in like 12 hours I was like oh wow but um yeah man well let's roll into it let's get off on a positive uh tip so what you got for me today
0: oh a positive wow that's okay so I'm not really sure because I've been following like you know stuff in yay lately oh I, I was yeah oh my god I'm not sure if you heard this really made me uh this made me sad because I found out that he was um removed um uh, from the uh he was removed from the Grammys. I'm not sure if you've heard of
1: that um so he got he um yeah, I heard about that and uh the situation where he just got disabled from uh from social media and so you know there was a viral clip about uh you know it was him and I, I think. I don't know another rapper. I think it was French Montana or somebody like that. But he talking about he coming out with his own platform. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's really, you know, I think the summary before all of this is I think that's what just happened to Kanye. Even though it looked, it looked kind of weird the Gra- the Grammy performance, the Grammy performance thing. I don't think that's relevant anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How, how everything is shifting is like I think, uh, and Kanye is a big leader. Kanye is becoming, it looks like he's going to become a big leader in this and just shifting all the focus away from these platforms Mm -hmm. into into things that are completely owned, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. by him and really just people in our culture, you know what I'm saying, the hip-hop culture, it really just needs the ownership, you know, the power needs to be... uh, changed and I you know that's just a headline it's just at this point nobody really cares about the Grammys but tell me how you feel tell me how you feel
0: no I mean you know he's like one he's he's a staple for Grammys if I may say so I mean considering that you know he got removed because of this like um like the commotion with the commotion with the the social media and stuff like that and uh, it kind of make me feel sad because you know he is a great performer he's a really good performer so um I also saw that um I because I actually checked on his Instagram very recently when you know after the 24 hour he got banned and get a hold of this. There are no posts there anymore. There is no post there. Yeah. Everything got removed. Yeah, everything was removed. I think even 24 uh from what I've read, like even before the 24 hour ban got lifted, they just took everything out. So there's really no posts on. Yays, um Instagram anymore. So I mean, my,
1: not- theory, my theory of behind the removal of the post, actually, I think that Kanye and his team did that themselves. Um, because, I mean, I mean, it's a, I can't really, I, I didn't go double check on what exactly Instagram said about, you know, him, him being banned for that 24 hours. Mm-hmm. But when you remove all your posts, uh. You know what I'm saying? Because like even after a 24 if it's just a 24 hour ban, Instagram is not going to delete all your posts.
2: Mm-hmm. You know
1: what I'm saying? Yeah. I just don't think so. I, I mean, I'm just this is off my mind, but Instagram is not going to delete all your posts. That's something that comes from the user themselves. Mm-hmm. So um, that was just Kanye exercising his power in the whole situation. It's just like, OK, it's like Instagram, you ban me for 24 hours. I'm deleting all content you know what i'm saying and it's just it looks like i mean if it's still active let me double check since i can check right now anyways but i mean if it's still active it's got i guarantee it still has his link the link to his website the stem player website because you know yeah because
0: i checked him last night like really late yep. last night that's what i saw
1: so. yeah business business yeah, is business you can't see i feel i got my virtual background on but yeah you can't yeah. see. But, uh, <laughs> hey, business is business, though. He still got the stemplayer.com up mm-hmm. in it, link in the bio. It's just, you know what I'm saying? He's still got 15 million followers. Um, there is there is one reel, and there are still multiple videos. So what he did was he just deleted um, everything off of uh, the main page. So the main page is still is empty. But I go here, and I, I'm looking at a reel right now. That has five million views on it, and then six, uh, six posts. You know, what I'm saying without mil, probably millions of views on them, um, probably millions of views on them as well. So you know, uh, yeah, I mean, it's still business. He still has many tag photos. Yeah, the 24 hour ban is over. It's just Kanye is, um, yeah, he's definitely trying to uh, bridge bridge uh, his his fan base to to a platform that, yeah, that yeah. he owns. And that's smart, that's what you gotta do.
0: For sure, I mean, that's actually a good technique, right? If I may say, using this for his advantage, cause that news blow, uh, it was, it really uh, like went all over the news and social media and stuff like that. So it's, it's a pretty good technique, if I may say, if he's gonna use that to like d- redirect he's followers on his own platform, but as a performer yourself, and of course, you know, how big social media, um, how big the impact is social media, and when it comes to your music and the industry in general right now, um, how do you think um, would uh, this impact him in the long run? Let's say, for example, he doesn't post anything on social media on on his Instagram. How do you think this would impact him?
1: To be honest, this only benefits him, you know, for artists, especially in a a situation like Kanye has where he's now he's able to own everything. He is only going to grow and grow. um, His, his, his loyal fans, the the fans that are really down to buy whatever directly from him and, and put him up on a pedestal. So it's just like, in the long run, yeah, Kanye is just, he's winning off this whole situation. Cause The consumers, Mm -hmm. you know, are really Gen Gen Z and they have so much more money. There's so much more money available now. Um,
0: Tell me about it.
1: So it's just like, yeah, Kanye, man, you know, he he talks about certain things, man, you know, where it's like he fears for his life, you know, literally. He, He feels like he says things that. Could get him killed, but at the end of the day, I think he's gonna stay alive and really what he's doing with Yeezy is on a different level. You know, you can't even, you can't even, you just gotta respect it. Yeah. Damn, you do what do you say, 10 billion? He's he the mer the man is worth 10 billion. Um I think that's number one in hip hop. I think he passed Dr. Dre. I think he passed Jay Z. Wait, oh, yeah. So it's just like <clears throat> he's got it working for him. Mm-hmm. I can't. Uh, I can't deny that. But he, mm-hmm.
0: for sure, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, he's already worth a lot. He doesn't really at this point. He doesn't really need to prove anything, right? At this point, he's he's Kanye. I mean, he at he's the, end of the day, he's Kanye
1: right? Yeah, big boss, he can't front, and he's showing us the way, he's showing everybody the way, which is what I'm really thankful for at the end of the day, like, you know, every day I look at this, I'm just thankful that I own all this, you know what I'm saying, like, this is all mine, I don't answer to nobody, I don't care about the dollar amount that somebody is willing to give me, it's just not, Something I'm attracted to. I'm attracted to actually being being in a position of power where I get to make the chess moves and decisions. You know what I'm saying? So having
0: full control of your business, right? That's the best thing. I mean, my God, you're like the CEO and the artist of your um your own brand. That's amazing, Kev. You should having to having to like juggle everything. Like, do you do you do a lot of like Do you focus on a particular social media right now or platform right now?
1: Um, It looks like I've been, you know, back on a gram a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, my biggest platform is, you know, my biggest following comes from TikTok. But I'm really going to be on all of them. The only one I I can say that the only one that I'm not going to be on as much is probably Snapchat. I've been kind of slacking on Snapchat because it's like, yeah, you know. Rev, revenue is being generated big time through Instagram right now so it's just like yeah you know sometimes you got to make your moves you got to make your pivots that's what I do I'm always willing to change I'm not really I was married to Snapchat for a good amount of time probably too long mm-hmm. uh, but um at the end of the day it's like you know at, it's just everything's in divine timing you feel me like it's like hey if during this certain time I'm going to be here Doing this, that's what mm-hmm. I'm gonna be doing. But then all of a sudden it's just gonna click one day. I'm like, all right, time to pivot. And then boom, we moving, we flowing. You know what I'm saying? Like this beach, you feel me? <laughs> and okay. us <laughs> yeah. Stay humble, you feel me? Yeah.
0: Well, um, I love that. Yeah. Uh going uh mm-hmm. moving forward rather. I, I really I saw like some good news about Soldier Boy
2: oh
0: yeah. Um, he, yeah you saw the you saw his video you saw the, the the instagram video it was so cute and it was just really nice mm-hmm. that he uh they call it his baby dream his baby dream and he's having a boy which is really cool and i really want to see like i really want to get on this because i want to know how um like what your perspective is when it comes to like setting up your family i mean you know you're like a ceo um you're a rapper um you're a musician um like setting up a family, going back, um, would you say your family had a big impact on you and how you were able to um, chase your dream as a musician?
1: Um, a little bit, yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? In, in a different way, I wouldn't, I would say that my family more protected Protected me, you know what I'm saying?
0: No.
1: And um that right there was just that's the most important part because for me it was just about having somewhat of a you know good environment where I could really grow, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So that's what I would say. Like my family really protected me in the way that it needed to be done you feel me like that was just the biggest thing because like for me it was really about uh, me being on my own and figuring things out literally just by myself so all my inspirations really came from just watching other people and it's so crazy because it's like really youtube it was so many youtubers like i gotta give credit to you know what I'm saying? Hella motivational speakers and stuff. Like, so it's, it's uh, you know, it's a combination of of family and what I would call, like, spirit family. You know what I'm saying? Like, in spirit, Ooh. these people are, like, family. So, yeah. Yeah, 100. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. So the, you had, like, a community. Is, is that right? You had, like, community Um. That assisted you further other than your family, is that right?
1: Um, yeah, for sure. If you, yeah, I could come for sure, a hundred percent. Because YouTube is definitely a community. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube is big; it's just big in my life. It was crazy. Um, just the amount of influence and just like what I was, what I was able to do, like what I was able to push myself to do, just off of what I saw from other people. You know what I'm saying? Because it was just like. My my imagination and my brain was always just very open. So, mm, so such a like a large combination. You feel me? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay. Um so you know, I like like Soldier Boy, he did mention like he wanted like his dream baby is a baby boy. Do you have like a dream baby? Just like that, or like,
1: no, nah, not exactly. You know what I'm saying? To be real, I don't really care too much if it's a girl or a boy. I actually rather have girls you know honestly um but it's not like I would choose honestly I I really couldn't like for me people say have their perspective on what it would be like raising you know one gender versus the other gender but for me it's just like man at the end of the day you gotta you just gotta be present so it's just like Congrats, oh, I love Congrats to soldier. I know I mean most men do want sons, you know what I'm saying? Just because like that's the whole you know that every man just wants that, but uh yeah, man, congratulations to soldier on that cuz that's a that's big man. He he definitely manifested that. You know, I know I, I remember years ago uh mm-hmm. and his most iconic interview ever, you know what I'm saying? He talked about um uh, getting finessed by a chick. She sent them a picture, you know what I'm saying, of uh, like I think like a, a sonogram or something. You know, she said that she was oh. pregnant. She said that she was pregnant, but she she was she finessed him. You know what I'm saying? Oh. But uh but uh soldier, soldier actually it seemed like he wanted a kid. That's what he said in the interview on that, you know, the famous Breakfast Club interview. So it's just like now that he hey, he got it now, you know what I'm saying. He he even manifested a lot from that interview. So it's like, hey, congrats, man! That's that's big time. Like it's a whole, that's a whole new tier. It's a whole new point of life now. You know what I'm saying? He's really that. Yeah.
0: Congratulations to Soldier Boy! On that you can really see that you know the excitement, the whole energy of the video on the gender reveal party. It was so cute, if I may say. They had like a very big baby, like um. Mascot thing, it was really fun for sure. And, um, yeah, so that's good to know. I mean, no preference when it comes to like, um, like a gender for you, it's more of like how the baby turns, like how you become a parent, right? I think that's a main yeah. fear that everybody has like, how to become a parent. That's what I fear, <laughs> that's for sure. Like, how do you become like from like, how do you start from this to buying like kid stuff, like you know, I mean. If you don't mind me asking, because uh, you mentioned last time, by the way, that you had plans on getting married to your girl, right? That is so nice, by the way. Did I remember that book correctly?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: because you put me on the hot seat last week now this is your turn this, <laughs> is, this is my, my turn
1: you know speed. maybe you know what I'm saying I'm gonna just stay humble on that subject you feel me you know let I let divine timing de- determine when I'm getting married you know what I'm saying but right now I feel good I'm young yeah. I'm a young gun you feel me I'm young gun bando cab with the mackerel pointed yeah. at your revs stay <laughs> humble that's that's what that's what I feel on that subject, but I can keep it. I keep it real. Yeah. Like uh marriage is marriage is a weird thing. <laughs> I tell you, I've been thinking about it lately. Like, you know, am I really, am I really gonna settle down? <laughs> am I gonna do that? Like, like how many times, like, cause like my grandfather, he he's had seven wives, you know what I'm saying? seven. Whoa, seven seven different times. I have like seven legit grandmothers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know all of them, but when I was younger, I met all of them. And it's just like, uh, uh, you know, and it's just like, for me to be going and dropping my seed in every woman, that's another thing. You know, I don't want to do that either. I don't want to just go out here and be promiscuous. I ain't trying to drop off and have seven baby mamas like that's not cool like i don't want to rock like that i just don't i mean some men want to do that i just i don't i look at it like ah probably not let's like let's let's not do that bro so it's like hey you know i feel right in between you know at the end of the day i'm gonna just love myself (laughs) i'm gonna marry myself that's what i'm gonna do i'm already married and I'm hey now I'm damn near getting married to the game, so you feel me? We in this motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? It's been okay with the Macca left, pointed at your red. Stay humble, you feel me? Because hey, I gotta stay married to the game. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, but, uh, I'm craft.
1: You know that's a real take. Yeah,
0: that's good to know. <laughs> you you cool? You cool? You good? <laughs> i love that i mean you
1: know what I'm saying? i love
0: how you how you say that like you know you're gonna let divine intervention um when it comes to like marriage because that's how it really is right you don't really plan this thing out i mean you don't really know when you're gonna be ready until the day comes right
1: exactly
0: yeah i totally get your point like um since we're going you know since we're really talking about like really because i i want to go through a different topic later on but now i want to focus on like um like your music did you um did you ever have a heartbreak now this is something that i want to ask you really cuz rap is really like very emotional it's very emotional actually it's there's full of like truth in it did you ever had uh, a bar- a heartbreak and how did you go through it when in, um you know relating <laughs> it to your music how how, how does how, how was how heartbroken kev and I'm gonna keep it 100.
1: And I'm a, I'm gonna keep it 100. I'm a real P, shouty. I don't I ain't never been heartbroken in my life cuz I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. The only woman I will ever love is my grandma and my mama. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's it. Like I can't love no other girl. Like I ain't even let no girl meet my mama like You know what I'm saying? Like Aww. I ain't never let a yeah. girlfriend meet my mama. Like I mean by accident, she met met one chick at one time, but it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like super deep, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. she wasn't around a lot. And, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to keep it 100, you know what I'm saying? Hey, that's how I feel. <laughs> keep it a giant. ain't never, I'm a real peace, Shotty. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna keep, that's why it's tough for me to say I'm going to get married. But at the same time, it's like there's benefits to get married though. Cause like with this Vietnam thing, like, you know, Vietnam is a very weird place. But they're kind of opening up. So it's like, I don't think I need to get married. You know what I'm saying? They letting foreign foreign investment come in here and start businesses and whatnot. And they 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 pretty cool. So you know, at first I was thinking oh, I'm gonna have to marry a Vietnamese girl if I really want to turn up out here in Vietnam, but like now, uh-huh. you know. Hey, I might be cool. I'm just married to the game. I'm married to this company. You feel me? I'm married to this. I'm married to the money. I'm married to the Bitcoin. Keep it real. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Like, nah, but um, I love my girl anyway, man. You know what I'm saying? I love every girl that I've ever uh been a part of. Every every situation I've ever had kind of just kind of never got serious. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, nothing ever got serious, so. It's just like, and I'm, I'm from certain places where it's just like, you really can't date girls. Like, it's like, I went to a school in Washington, right? And this is the place where you can kind of find a girl to marry, you know what I'm saying? They had this whole thing about that type of shit. But I'm like, nah, you know, I tried to, I, I had for a second. I was like, you know, maybe because I'm like, shit, some of these white girls is kind of rich, so I was like, you know, it might just turn up, you know what I'm saying? But I was like, nah, nah, I'm not going to do that. And I, I ended up leaving that place, you know what I'm saying? And going to L.A. So then it's like, oh, you L.A. is just like, that's just a, you're not going to find nobody marry in L.A. That's not, no, sir, that is not the place to go find a girl to marry. Mm-hmm. L.A. is a very competitive place on every level. So, uh Definitely, once I had that mentality and I stayed, stayed in L.A. for so long, I was just all about that money, all about focusing on getting better, figuring out my career and stuff. Um, yeah, I went on that. So uh, and ever since then, I mean, like a place like this kind of had me on that. But then, like, you know, you start seeing like everything is just changing. You know what I'm saying? Everything is becoming more modern. All these girls are becoming more modern. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was funny because I went and taught taught English the other week, like a couple of weeks ago at this high school. And I'm like, you know, I'm talking to all the school. I talk to all the students, you know what I'm saying, in every one of my classes. So I'm talking to mm-hmm. one girl and, you know, her friend, her group of little friends and stuff. And they was telling me she got a sugar daddy and shit. I'm like, dang, these are, these are singers. So I had a. I actually, no, this is 11th grade. This is 11th, yeah, 11th graders. But I had, I was teaching for like an hour and a half. And uh, yeah, she was telling me, yeah, sugar daddy, sugar daddy. I was like, oh, I'm like, well, hey, you know, because they was all on their phones. You know what I'm saying? We talked about social media, (laughs) so they know how to use it. They know everything. They, you know, it's so it's like, hey, uh, this generation coming up is just, I think everything is just going to shift to uh, a whole new mode of thinking. So um when it comes to marriage it just you know like I said man we'll see yeah
0: yeah oh, okay so that, that's new, that's um, something new that I learned from you that you teach students in Vietnam right now
1: you well students, I, I, I did I did but I'm done with that shit I'm cool I ain't never been a teacher I never wanted to be a teacher anyways they just want teachers so bad and they pay very well and mm-hmm. I just I, I just got the talent. I did it for a semester at this high school, but this, this high school, all the kids were very good. And um, we just had hella fun in class. They were just perfect students. Like it was ridiculous how disciplined they were. But then I went to, but I just went to this other high school (laughs) and they just didn't set me up good. You know, I just kind of got thrown in there and then, you know, I was just kind of turned off. I had fun that day actually. I mean, like, I taught one day, like literally a few weeks ago, and then I decided I'm not going to teach no more. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I just wanted to teach to see if I could do it again. And I was just like, nah, it takes too much of my energy. I I did it pretty well. We had fun. You know, I talked to all the students. We played games, but they weren't that disciplined, and they were kind of – they were just kind of (laughs) lame. They didn't want to have fun like that. You know what I'm saying? They were just all on their phones. Playing video games, so I was like, "All right, well, fuck it, I'll just come talk, practice English with them. So yeah, yeah. Okay. But no more gotcha. teachers for me. I'm done. I'm retired.
0: <laughs> okay. okay. I mean, you know, you're married to the craftsman, so you're gonna just focus your whole energy to this company, right?
1: You already know it, Rochelle. Perfect. <laughs> you know it.
0: Um. Do you have like um. Do you have anything like? Because uh, I heard the last time, if I remember, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You were are you supposed or you will be releasing some songs real soon, right? Yeah, for Can sure. Can you tell me something about that?
1: So yeah, what I what I've been really, you know, and I kind of do want to talk about this a little bit into the type of music that I really want to go into um, that I've been attracted to lately is this this drill music. Drill music right now is like the really. The big thing, but what I've what I've kind of found is like this alternative drill sound. It's like almost like an R and B drill, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and it really kind of, you know, it makes me, it makes me just come up with melodies very easily. I'm able to ride to that type of music way better because most drill music is very violent, very, yeah. very um promotes something very dangerous, you feel me? But you know what I'm saying? Like, I want I want my drill music to be more in the R&B tip where I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? Beat it up, you know what I'm saying? But I'm talking about a little shouting. You feel me, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to trying to get on these women, trying to get these female listening, you know what I'm saying? And feeling the vibe, mm-hmm. feeling the vibes, you know? Yeah. But that's really what, I've been attracted to lately, and that's what people are gonna hear more. I think, you know, I was surprised, you know, because I kind of just threw this one song together. It's called "Pretty Brown Eyes," and that's that's the idea. That's the that's a perfect example where I'm gonna probably mm-hmm. take my sound because I feel like that drill sound. What it is is what somebody said in a in a podcast one time. That drill music is like um, Afro beats, you know, African African Afro beats. Kind of music, right? But mm-hmm. sped up, you know what I'm saying. It's just a faster, faster afrobeat. So I, I've been expanding to Africa, and it, I've been in that market very deep. I've gotten a lot of, a lot of love from that area. So I think uh, that's really the sound that they enjoy. You know, what I'm saying they enjoy that, that uh, po- they enjoy pop smoke. You know, what I'm saying, and the new mm-hmm. music that's coming from the younger generation out there in Africa you know they've been going viral you know they're getting a lot of views on YouTube as well so that's a big I think it's going to be uh something very big you know what I'm saying something very good yeah, sure. listeners are going to definitely enjoy this uh this R&B drill wave that uh Bando Kev is producing up, uh, whipping up in the kitchen you feel me
0: perfect So again, this is another like evolution or like um, evolution or innovation for your music. Is that right?
1: Definitely because this is a good sound. I do enjoy the sound. This is something that people will listen to over and over and over again. Uh, This is something that people are really going to vibe to on every type of level. Like this is like, I feel like this is my, my Drake wave. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Drake, Drake really showed everybody in the culture, you know what I'm saying? That singing and rapping. But I, with the with the melodies just so perfectly delivered, I think that that's what I'm gonna be coming with on this drill sound. This is the sound that I really want to incorporate because one of one of the I think I think a lot it was you, but maybe some other girls have have definitely told me a, a song I made it's called Last Night, which is a an R and B song, is it, mm-hmm. is the perfect sound, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's one that. A lot of my listeners definitely enjoy, it. and I'm thinking that that's kind of the wave that I really want to touch on a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? And I can bring my full personality to 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 that to that vibration. You know what I'm saying? That sound and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, really kill that shit. You know that's really where my mind is at because that was the last song that I wrote. That's the song I have written right now that I haven't recorded i probably about to just buy the beat and just go ahead and record it today. Just, just because. Oh gosh. I've been feeling it, but uh. We're excited you know,
0: to hear that.
1: Yeah, man. You know, I might end up coming up with something uh, for, for April. Uh I might just sneak in some stuff. And usually, how I work is I just drop. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing. Mm-hmm. There's no types of lead ups. I don't do no pre-ordering gimmicks. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, I'm an artist. I'm going to drop music when I got the music. When I got me, I don't never hold nothing back. That's why it's like I drop a lot of my freestyles. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I just drop everything that I got on my, my iPad Pro. You know what I'm saying? Everything that's on there that I made, just, fuck, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Having fun, fucking around. I'm going to go ahead and throw that vibe out there for people. You know what I'm saying? Just because like, I'm transparent. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Idea, a idea that I think might not be great, somebody else might think is great. Because, you know, one of my most popular songs was a song that I didn't think was that great, but other people really, really enjoy. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. and there we go. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, hey, I do what I do. I have fun with it. And uh, I share it with the world. That's my, that's my duty. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. I
0: love that yeah I, I i love last night actually that's one of my favorites when it comes to your song also all in i love the vibe for all in and like the like the instrumentals and stuff like that it's really fun and uh, yeah I, th- those are like my top two tfsa um the, the, this shit is dope yeah I, I was listening to it earlier like just vibing i, I love that
1: that's funny <laughs> that's funny you like all in because that was just like i didn't write that song either like that's literally that was literally all of freestyle like and then of course I you know I got a feature from my friend because I couldn't even think huh? of anything to write to that song but I knew that the, the instrumental was great you know what I'm saying shout out to yeah, Sturd yeah. Cooked it, you know what I'm saying my beat maker Sturd Cooked it really that was just a clap you know what I'm saying that was actually he had organically got like thousands of views on that that instrumental too on uh, Spotify and, uh-huh. uh, and I held on to it for a while and then I was just like, I had my, my engineer in the studio. I had my homie uh, ready to record a, a verse for me. And boom, uh-huh. yeah, we do that together. And you know what I'm saying? That's the type of vibe that i be on. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that. I just literally put the headphones in and just all in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just all in. All in. It's really I'm nice. And yeah. fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, that wasn't nothing extra. Homie put the little auto tune on there too. So it was just vibing in my ear. So I was, I was like, oh yeah, let's just go with that. So that's the, I, I don't know. I love, I love that a lot of my music is all, it's really all a memory to me. Each song is like a, an experience. Cause it's like, it's not like, you know, these songs to me are just what I just, just something I just read out, you know what I'm saying? I just wrote out these, each of these songs really was an experience. And a whole memory, a whole, a whole situation, a whole experience that I will always remember. You know what I'm saying? I just I that's why it's like I have to let my my music live forever. You know what I'm saying? I have to just put it all out, put as much of it out as I possibly can, no matter what I say on that <laughs> Cause it's like, hey, that that's just a vibe, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. you're really having fun. I mean. With all in, I really, I, I was really sure you're having fun. Now it's really impressive that that was more like a freestyle, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like just right cool. there on I the mean, spot. That's,
0: I love that. And um, okay. So moving forward, like, you know, with the innovation that you're planning with real rap, having it um, associated with R&B. And so again, you like, you know, music is pretty much evolving, but how, or what did you say is, or what do you think is the difference between like old rap and new rap? Like, you know.
1: Um, Definitely new rap isn't as much um, lyrical, but the thing is, is that you can't really say that because there is so much, so many more artists that are out there now versus in the past because the internet exists. So when you have so many people adding to this pot of creativity it's just like rap in it now is has so many different subgenres because of just the amount of diversity in the world and in people's voice you know these people out here that live in shacks you know what i'm saying and he's just out here. They they have access to the internet and uh, different different modes, like softwares, to make music. So it's just like mm-hmm. they have a whole different perspective on life versus people in America. So the type of music that they have out here in Vietnam is is jamming. You know what I'm saying? But none of the music, uh, none of the music that's out here would really reach America you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. it's it's only in Vietnamese so you know what I'm saying like these people out here are these people out here they have a whole TV show called Rap Viet you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and the thing the thing was is that this country gave a lot of respect to you know old school hip-hop you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. by getting Snoop Dogg to come out here you know what I'm saying be on a Whoa. song right you know what I'm saying, and show love, so, it's like, that, the difference between the old and the new rap is exactly that, just the amount of, amount of artists that are in mm-hmm. this, this, in this game, so many, yeah.
0: Perfect. I have great respect to that, I mean, yeah, you're right, I mean, there's really no, like, form of like criteria where you can compare anything to right because of the diversity itself Mm. and the the culture and if i may say the trends play a really big role when it comes to like how the how music has been evolving right
1: yeah yeah Yeah. it's just what's going viral on tiktok right now is just it's just that's the wave
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. for sure yeah um I look for like some silly like question. I I really want to know like um I say this um uh, I think that this would say um well I I'll just ask it. Let me know like um if you had to switch bodies with a particular artist uh for like you know like a twenty four hour. I I got this idea actually, but you know like Lil Dicky released his song with First Brown. Remember that. <laughs> Was, that was that was really funny yeah. <laughs> um yeah if you yeah. were to have the same uh like you know like um like setup, if you were given a 24-hour like opportunity to become someone else who would you be and why
1: oh what artist i would be
0: um like yeah and any other artist, anything um they could come from other genres dang
1: i actually have to say the weekend. Which is crazy. Well, no, it's not that crazy to say that because he's literally one of the best artists in the world. Yeah. Uh, the weekend is probably the artist that I would switch because he has probably the best voice in all of music. Like, like literally in all of music, I think the weekend has the best voice. So, other than that, um, dang yeah, that's that. I mean, that's who I would choose. Just to, as an, just like we talking, just music artists. I, I'm trying, I'm trying not to think of nobody outside of music artists. But mm-hmm. um, in terms of switching bodies, yeah, for 24 uh-huh. hours, just for 24 hours, yeah, to where I just go record hella music using his voice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, weekend. the weekend's voice is just ridiculous, like crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then shout out to the producers and engineers that he works with because. Uh, yeah, I know there's some that that really um, helped him with his sound. But, yeah, like, phew, one of my favorite artists, for sure.
0: Yeah, he's a trendsetter, too, if I may say.
1: Mm-hmm. He's always
0: on the headlines, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. He's always got good music coming out. Like, every album is amazing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't even. He's one artist, like, man, like, you, you have to put him up there, like. Uh-huh. With Michael Jackson, like, you know, shout out to Drake, too. You know, people mm-hmm. put him on that level in terms of the sales and stuff. But like in terms of the voice
0: the quality,
1: the voice quality, man, The weekend is is he's on he's on that Michael Jackson level. He's, he really is. But uh, yeah.
0: Mm, yeah,
1: that's a good question. Appreciate it.
0: I love that because I was uh, that's actually pretty good because I was expecting like, you know, like a rapper and stuff like that because mm-hmm. he's more of like a pop, right? He's like um, R&B pop for the weekend, mm-hmm. but uh, he's I'm amazing. A, I'm, I'm a not so- real.
1: I'm the best rapper in the game. I ain't never switching no bodies with no rapper. They got to be a singer. You know what I'm saying? I'm the best rapper in the game. Bando Kev with the McAleve pointed at your red. Stay humble. I ain't never going to switch bodies with another rapper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to, shout out to Wayne, though. Shout out to Drake. You know what I'm saying? Them, 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 them my homies, man. Shoot, J. Cole, Kendrick, I love. My, hey, man, them some of my favorite rappers, but I'm better than all of them. Keep it. <laughs> I
0: love that. Yeah, yeah cause you have like, <laughs> for sure. I mean, you know, with your set of style, the freedom. I, I, just gotta say, I mean, that's that's amazing. Yeah, you on top of it, you're actually managing your own business, uh, like you know your own company. That says a lot. I mean, you work hard a lot i mean I'm, I'm i'm actually amazed by your flexibility and stuff like that but um okay so since we're going through the business question and stuff like that i really want to know because um, this really this really um like um got my attention when they say like six nine is broke uh 16 six, nine is broke like and he is like the one of the biggest rappers of this time and um i what can you say about that? I mean, again, he's like one of the biggest stars right now when it comes to the rap industry and hearing the kind of like statement, what comes into your mind?
1: So again, we talked about this before last week. And I mean, as it's growing and as I'm looking at it, yeah, you know, this is uh this is something that I believe is kind of, you know, it's kind of fake, you know, it's something that's used, they're using for the whole court situation. But again, I mean, you know, this guy isn't as popular anymore. So, of course, you know, the money slightly slowed down. Is he broke? Eh, It's it's just so tough to say. It's so tough to really know what a person has. So, at the end of the day, you know, with that situation, it's just like, you know, six nine this i feel like these are the these are the headlines that a lot of a lot of haters want to see and that's that's the that's the idea behind i feel like this is just a marketing scheme you know what i'm saying this is something that's very smart to do when you're when you're promoting your brand you know what i'm saying and you ain't really been out there like that so it's like whenever when everybody in their in their minds right now everybody agrees like yeah of course, this guy, yeah, 6ix9ine fell off, like 100%. Everybody agrees that 6ix9ine definitely fell off. So it's like a, a lot of people have definitely stopped listening a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? But his label still paid him. And yeah. he's probably not doing as many shows. So it's like, all right, well, it's like, hey, the consensus is this guy fell off. So let's go ahead and drop a headline and, and tell the story. He's in, he's in court. He's got a situation mm-hmm. where he's about to lose a lot of money. So let's go ahead and just let the haters know. Hey, haters, y'all was right. Boom. The, the six nine. Oh, six nines broke. Six nines broke. Yeah. But at the same time, when this gets dropped, the true fans, because at the end of the day, he do have some true fans. He's got a lot, he's got a lot of true fans. That's there's there's that's not, not get around that. 6 yeah. 9 do not have a lot of true fans. He has a lot of true fans especially because he's Mexican um, mm-hmm. and Mexico is a very cheap market to market to you know what I'm saying to get shown to all the people in Mexico. He has a solid fan base. They will stream his music so it's not like he's completely broke. That's not let's not get it let's not get it twisted. I feel like when when these headlines comes out it's it's just it's a it's misleading but uh yeah. mm-hmm. for sure for sure yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, that was big and uh, I mean and coming like for someone who's not really like you know like um updated with everything. In the, in the culture and stuff like that, I was like, well, okay, he's broke. How could that possibly happen? He has a huge fan base. And I, I think broke is in the sense, like, you know, he's slowly, like, losing, like, you know, um, like, um, views and stuff like that. But, you know, I don't really think he's broke, bro. Uh, and, and the reason why I brought this up was, you know, being the CEO and the artist of your own brand, um, if you don't mind, we, we can talk, like, talking about finances because, that but, you know, this is what you always... Um, like um, or most of the time, would really reiterate that everything is you know business, right? Mm-hmm. I wanted to know um, when it comes to finances, what can you say is your biggest investment when it comes to um setting up your in um setting up your business?
1: The biggest investment is is always marketing, like the big and every business, every single business that ever existed and. Every good one, especially the biggest expense is always marketing. Most of my money, the majority of my marketing, uh, my money will always go to marketing. You should be always showing yourself off. You should be always um, promoting yourself, telling your story. Um, and that takes not only, you know, what I'm saying money, you know, what I'm saying capital, but it takes uh, a, a mental focus. You know what I'm saying? It takes that for sure. that connection. You know what I'm saying? It takes that. Um, you know what I'm saying? You gotta be consistent with it. So it's just it's something that's never ending. You know what I'm saying? You can never spend enough money on marketing. Uh, it's something that every business, for the entire time that it is a business, they will spend money. They have to. It's just it's that's the biggest expense. But yeah
0: what do i think when it comes to like business yeah you're right marketing especially with you know um like there's really no like when it comes to like retail because that's what i used to do right a business like stores and stuff like that there's really no physical store anymore at this point like everything is like online right so you can like work at home and then just market everything and people would reach out to you depending on how effective your marketing strategy is and uh, yeah i mean that that's really good, Kev, because um not everybody, especially business people, pay that much of a mind when it comes to marketing. And that's where they lose with like smaller, smaller like businesses, right?
1: So I have a question to, for you
0: mm-hmm.
1: since you went out this weekend. Like yeah. When you guys go out, like what 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 brands do you see? Like what what brands are the most like popular in terms of like do you do you drink alcohol?
0: yes okay what brands
1: are most popular out there (laughs) um
0: when it comes to like beer and stuff like that red horse i'm not sure you know i'm not really sure if you have the same brand but red horse is like oh man that that shit kicks hard i mean for beer (laughs) and stuff like that yeah i mean oh god a lot of memory okay now the memories are coming in stop that (laughs) like Uh you can drink like a like like three bottles of that and you'd be like three four bottles of that and then you'd be like oh god sleep and um when it comes to like rum um we have this uh, uh i'd say I. my dad loves that my, my dad keeps like bottles or like stacks at home like mm-hmm. um those are like for me the biggest brand when it comes to like beer and rum like the mm-hmm. hard liquor
1: mm-hmm. so yeah that's that is a a perfect example of you know an industry where they probably spend the most money on marketing you know what i'm saying another example is like that vape like what what brand is that vape do you know the do you know the name of the brand yeah what is it i'm
0: not sure if you can see it does it even show it's used
1: yeah i'm not sure if you
0: have the same brand
1: yeah i'm not sure if you have the same brand See, I think some of the brands that you just mentioned are probably very specific and companies that are in the Philippines. You know what I'm saying? And it's like when you go on YouTube or you go on Facebook, do you ever see uh, like commercials or any yeah. for u or the Red Horse?
0: Uh, yes. Uh huh.
1: Exactly. So it's like it's the same for me. Like when I got like out here. The advertisements that are on YouTube, uh, all um, uh, most of the time is for is for beer. You know what I'm saying? It's called Tiger Beer out here, and they it, it it's it's crazy. Like it's everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, um, that's why it's tough. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta really, you gotta put your even even though I am an artist, I gotta think more like a beer company because like they alcohol companies literally spend the most money on advertising and they advertise everywhere everywhere you know what i'm saying like from the trucks to the to the stores um and they online they on social media you know what i'm saying so it's like what do you say? I, I just have a question for you because this is this is actually pretty good. Like in the future, even though they're not paying us right now, these brands are gonna, start uh-huh. paying, they gonna start paying, they're gonna start paying Stay Humble podcast, You feel me? Yeah, uh, I have a question. Bring those
0: pieces in. Do you
1: have do you have any favorite brands like other like clothing brands or uh we actually what's your favorite clothing brand? I, I'm kind of curious. My favorite.
0: Oh, that's a pretty good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have a favorite brand. Is that weird to say as a woman?
1: No, no. Not, <laughs> not, not necessarily because there's a lot of women at thrift shop. You know what I'm saying? No, because there's like a thrift. lot... Um,
0: uh, we have this online oh, yeah. platform, which is really big here in the Philippines, oh, yeah. where um like small um re- like businesses where you can buy small, uh, or rather where you can buy items on small businesses. It's like a, it's like a, an online shopping stuff like yeah. that. So I do most of my, especially when the pandemic happened, I've been doing a lot of like shopping online. So mm-hmm. I've been following a lot of like um smaller businesses. Where I get my clothes from? Yeah, because especially they're they're more like size inclusive. Um, because to be honest with you, Cab, kind of, this may be a little sensitive a topic, but not all big brands have size inclusivity.
2: Uh, you know,
0: and I'm a big girl. I, I'm a big girl, man. Uh, so that's probably why I don't really have a specific brand that I um like. You know, that I really follow because most of the big brands don't have my size in the Philippines.
1: Right. Yeah, Yeah, see, that's why well that's that it's crazy that you say that because like California and especially LA and like Southern California, like that that was a big issue. And California is one of the places where they've like completely fixed that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it's so I mean California is just an abundant place, especially when it comes to fashion. So it's like um they took care of that a long time ago, but I understand like that was something that was a big issue that like now it's it's just, I think it's so much more normal for there to be, uh, for the brands to look out for plus size, uh, you know what I'm saying, clothes and stuff, you know what I'm saying? They really, I, at least out in California, like, I, yeah. So I, I get it. I see what you, I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, yeah for men, like, it's, it's tough. Because, like, for me, I mean, the only, the only brand that I've ever enjoyed and, like, really can say, yeah, like, that's. That's my favorite brand is Nike. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. It's just because I play sports and you know, you know, this is, it's so, it's so good to be able to look back on these moments because it was one of my biggest teachers just when I was playing high school and seeing that the Nike, you know what I'm saying? Like what they would do was they would market and send coaches, high school head coaches, emails Uh early emails marketing to these high school coaches like hey we will come and give you a nike sponsorship we will come and pay you as high school coaches and college coaches get this too we will come and pay you to have your players wearing our nike gear and we're gonna have we're gonna give you brand new jerseys brand new pads brand new uh pants uh what i'm saying that was that's probably the smartest marketing of all you know what i'm saying that's probably one of the best because of how how not only did nike take over the u.s market in terms of sportswear you know for for, uh-huh. for a long period for a very long period now now it's been changing you know adidas converse uh have been coming up but um, Nike, for a long time, had the stranglehold because they did this first. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's a big, big story about how because um, this is like this is literally a marketing plan that no one had ever came up with. They no one ever thought to just go pay high school and college coaches to have their kids wear jerseys, free jerseys like Nike mm-hmm. provided these schools with free jerseys, free pads, wow. free equipment a whole bunch of sponsorship plus money, you know what I'm saying? Like they gave as much as they could to these coaches because it was just, it was somebody just came up with, I can't remember the guy's name, but it was just one, one specific guy, like the the CEO of Nike. So Mm -hmm. literally one marketing plan changes what a company is, you know what I'm saying? So that's why it's so important to invest in it. That's why it's so important to focus on it. Like that's literally Eight, I honestly say marketing is 80% of the whole game. That's why it's like, I, I haven't really made as much music because it's just like, you know, I gotta focus on the marketing, even though it is smart to just release every week. And I, I was gonna do that at one point, um, you know, I've, I've, I've found new avenues. Like this, this podcast is a part of the marketing, but it's just a small piece because there's so many other, other aspects that are just as important if not more important you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. you can have a product but if nobody knows about the product it won't get sold it will just be a waste you know what i'm saying so this For is sure. uh this is a uh, pretty much my uh my little lecture on uh digital marketing <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah so that's like the biggest um and again you know we're in a digital age basically already so yeah i totally understand why you need to invest and there's a lot of like um like a lot of like courses where you, everybody's like encouraged to do this now because it, again it's it's a multimillion dollar business right
2: mm-hmm. digital
0: marketing is a multi-million dollar like business or um, revenue generator so i totally get it and
2: um
0: okay so like moving forward of um, of course with you're a big you're a big artist man I mean yeah, I'm pretty sure like I I really am um wondering or curious how do you handle the money that you make I mean for like a small yeah how do you handle the money that you make
1: I mean for me it's simple I mean I took accounting in high school so I mean I know how to manage my money you know what I'm saying I spend my money on things that make me money you know what I'm saying And I love that Mm -hmm. for me at this point in time, I'm I'm really putting everything into the business right now. I haven't done Mm -hmm. this before, but I'm pretty much all in to this company, all Mm -hmm. into the to this marketing, to this game. So I manage it by just by just kind of staying consistent, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't think about a budget, all Uh I think about is just just consistently getting money. Like, that's all I think about. Like uh, with this royalties, I understand like the money and the royalties literally come every month, every on one platform, it comes every month on another platform. It comes every week on another platform. I'm saying it comes every month. You know what I'm saying? I'm on all these different platforms. So it's just like I don't have to manage it that much as long as I stay consistent on what I'm, I'm like, what I'm buying, and that's things that are making me more money, whether it's whether it's mm-hmm. crypto, or whether it's paying for ads or paying for more marketing, paying for promotion. Um, those things are guaranteed to make me more money, so Doctor. that's where I first spend my money. The other thing is I don't spend money on stupid stuff like. At the end of the day, some things are just vanity. I'm not going to go. I'm never ever gonna buy chains or gold. Mm-hmm. I actually might buy some gold, but it's just like, yeah, actually, I actually might buy some gold. But the thing is, is that that's <laughs> an that's an investment. It's only because yeah. it's only because of something I just I just came upon. I researched uh, recently is that. You know, a lot of transactions now are going to start being in gold because, like, all this money is fake. Everybody in the world knows this money is fake. They're just printing it out of thin air. So it's just, like, gold is something that's going to always, always hold value. So I might, ha- I might have to get some gold at some point. It's not something I really want. I'd rather like, just go get some crypto. But um, I don't waste my money, like, on cars. Like, I- I- I've i always... At one point, like, when I was really... I really first started rapping, like, I had nice cars, um, like, and I rolled around for a while, just feeling good. But it was just like after a while, I kind of didn't care because it's just vanity, and you know what I'm saying. So like that, I the idea of doing that is out of my head. Mm-hmm. Just buying material. I'm a. I've become a minimalist just because like I've had everything. I've experienced big houses and nice cars and all the nicest lifestyles, and like now I'm just like oh, I'm just after simplicity feeling happy, being somewhere that I just, I enjoy life, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, that's, that's where the biggest management of money is like right there. When you don't, you don't buy things that are stupid, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Things that have just no real value to you, Mm you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's the biggest management of it. It's like, when you spend your money on things that make you money, you will always have money. Is that simple? Never spend your never spend money on things that don't make you money. And maybe that's why I'm not uh, getting married. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're just gonna circle back. I understand. That's actually really good because, um, you know how um I don't want to say, it, but it, it's um how superficial everything is in relation to how we see everything in social media and stuff like that. Like people see you as um, you are successful when you have these things, you have those stuff and stuff like this. Um, And you have like more cars, more houses and stuff like that. But I wanna hear the perspective of Bando Kev when it comes to when will you say, or when would you consider someone or something um, successful?
1: Something Someone or something, something I do, That I consider successful is something that I actually feel good doing, I enjoy doing, like making music. Like I enjoy making music. I enjoy going to the studio or just recording and writing music, listening to music. So I feel like success is when you're happy, when you feel the, the best you possibly can for the day, literally just for the day, before you, from when you wake up to when you go to sleep. That's what truly what is success to me. Like something that I do or someone that I consider successful, you know, and that's, that's tough because I don't like to judge people that much, but mm-hmm. when, when looking at someone that I consider successful, um, I consider someone successful that's like 80 and they're just in amazing shape. That's what I consider success. I don't even consider someone like Elon. Musk. Well, maybe Jeff. Maybe Jeff Bezos is successful because that dude is ripped. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen him, but I've seen pictures where it's like, oh yeah, that dude be working out, and he's a trillionaire. So I'm like, I gotta consider Jeff Bezos pretty successful, and he gave up the business. He literally just took the money and then dipped. And he said, oh, okay, yeah, I'm done. Somebody else can take care of Amazon. He said, I don't even want it. He said, I, I built this to be a trillion dollar business. Now someone else can have it before I even die. Like I'm still young. I, I'm out here looking. He's buff. I can say, yeah. You know, he's somebody I can consider successful. He got a divorce, and I mean the dude's still happy. The wife took half his money. He's still happy. He's still over here doing things. He's still doing amazing things. People still appreciate him. Mm -hmm. i think that's that's um a part of success in my mind right there that's that's a big thing because when you're a human that's appreciated by other humans Mm -hmm. that's i think that that's a big part of success like even though like it's, it's sometimes it might be cool to just you know just be to yourself but at the end of the day man I feel like that's a big part of being successful when another human being appreciates you, even if it's just one, you know what I'm saying? That's that's I, that's a big a part of success because we're we're all humans. We're all here to help one another, you know what I'm saying? Live a good life, help each other live a good life. So it's like, you know, hey, I gotta be appreciative to a lot of humans, even the humans that work at the airport, you know what I'm saying? Or, yeah, for sure. Eat my doorman downstairs, you know what I'm saying? Like the security. Hey, I got to be appreciative of all these people.
0: Yeah, so. everybody plays a role, right? Everybody plays a part of something big. So I I love that. Yeah. So um, success for you is, you know, just. I, I love that how you interpret success then, because it's more of like how you interact with what's around. You're not really focusing on what you have. That is nice. That is really good. That's a deeper understanding, if I may say, of success.
1: For sure. Cause it's like these things. I mean, I've I've experienced so much things, so many things. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I love the beach more than I love having a diamond chain or uh, some diamond earrings. Don't get me wrong, I'll take some diamond earrings. I'm not gonna wear them all day, every day though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I remember when I was rocking earrings, like, when I was in high school and stuff. Like, going to school and stuff, like, being fresh and fly with the earrings, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's just, you know, showing out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But mostly, you know, I'm just in a mode now where I don't care too much about what people think. So, it's just like, well, all that just gets thrown out the door. Like, wearing stuff. Looking at, I always look good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm always handsome as a mud trucker. You feel me?
0: Yeah.
1: Like, sure. If I could just be wearing a pair of shorts and my flip-flops every day, that's what I'm going to do. Because once I hit the beach, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be out there. I'm going to make sure I ain't got too many neighbors. I'm going to just have my shirt off. I'm going to be living my best life. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to have no sandals. It's just going to be my feet some shorts, the beach and my a big old smile on my face. So it's just like, what is, who cares about all this other stuff? You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. That's my philosophy. I, I'm ranting a bit on that. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's all good. Yeah, yeah.
0: I love that Cub. and And just by that, I mean, I think, that uh, is a perfect close for our uh, topics for today. Um, unless yeah, you, ha- you want to add anything, Kev, for today before we end?
1: No, that was good, man. I'm chill, sure, man. This is perfect. But Bando okay Kev with the McAlea pointed at your wrist. Stay humble.
0: All right. I love that. Again, everybody, this has been Rochelle with Stay Humble. We're the best music artist in the world, Bando Kev. So stay humble, you guys.
2: Yay. Yeah.